All right, welcome back for another episode of Talk to Tatiana. And Tatiana, I'm I'm here today with Lily Garland. Lily, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> awesome. So Lily, um, you're part of the series that I've reached out to um, to people to talk about kind of their failures in business because mm-hmm. I think that um, a lot of entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs rather get this fear of failure, which is, which is completely justified, Mm -hmm. but, um, maybe they sometimes don't even start anything. And so that's something I want to change. I want to, Mm -hmm. um, change the way people start businesses, which is why I wrote the book. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. I also want to ensure that, um, when they do, they don't think that everybody else has done it, um, without failure, without, Mm -hmm. um, has done it perfectly, that it's always Mm -hmm. been, you know, perfect and, Mm -hmm. and fluffy and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. talk, talk to us a little bit about who you are, what your background is, your career growth, just, yeah, just uh, brag about yourself. (laughs) Sure. Um, so I currently own, um, Flowers by Lily Garland, so I'm a florist. I do this full time. Um, I also have a second business called Wagon Wed, um, where we go to people's weddings and we are basically their dogs plus one. So, um, it's wedding day pet care. So a lot of brides and grooms want their um, dog to be in their pictures or walk down the aisle as a flower girl. And we're basically, you know, facilitating that. Um, so I do have two successful companies now, but it's been, you know, a process to kind of get here as you alluded to. Um, so I graduated from college, got my uh, first job out of college at Disney Consumer Products, um, stayed in consumer products for a little while, realized very quickly that the corporate world was not for me and I wanted to work for myself. Um, and I had two startups that didn't really work out along the way to kind of get here. Um, and I really don't have too many regrets about doing that. Um but it, I learned a ton and I'm glad that I started and it led me to kind of where I am today. Um, so I started uh, Matter Market, uh, which is a basket import company at a friend in the Peace Corps. Um, so we would import handmade baskets from Madagascar. The idea was to sell them on like Etsy or start our own website or sell them at local businesses. I lived in LA at the time. Um, people didn't end up making baskets very quickly <laughs> um, and they weren't super motivated a little on island time. So supply chain issues. Um, so that didn't work out. At some point I had, you know, a whole studio apartment in LA uh, full of African baskets. <laughs> um, and then my now husband and I started a goofy sock company called Socks on the Beach. Um, we tried to do a Kickstarter. So it was ocean humor themed men's dress socks. Um, never got it off the ground, but it was a lot of fun to kind of try and design. And, you know, along the way, I learned a lot of things that led me to where I am today. So, yeah. And so, so talk, talk a little bit about the specifics of, um, well, first of all, actually talk about, before you do that, talk about where you are today, just so that we can get a perspective. Yeah. So I spent, I want to say 10 years in LA, um, living a couple blocks from the beach, um, working corporate jobs, trying to start my side hustle on the side. Um, eventually I decided that I was really interested in floral design and events and that sort of thing. So I went back to school. Um, they have a whole associate's degree program in Long Beach, um, took a bunch of design classes and kind of started my business word of mouth. Um, since then I've moved to North Idaho. I, uh, I'm a floral designer full time. Um, I do mostly weddings, um, a lot of country clubs. We are a like destination high-end resort community. So 4th of July is absolute chaos in my world. Um, so that's 
that's kind of where I'm at. I've got um, 10 lovely ladies who work for me um, in my floral design business. A lot of them are part-time. They deliver and set up during the season. Um, and then I've got four who are designers or team leads that are, you know, 20 to 40 hours a week. So that's kind of where I'm at. Nice. And what's your favorite part about this business? Um, I love, I guess, customer service, working with clients, creating that experience, um, and just being creative. So it's, it's been a really good fit. I've really, really enjoyed it. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. And so, so when, when you started, um, your other two businesses, what have you learned? And you can talk in, in as much detail as you can. Um, what have you learned from those businesses? What have you learned as lessons as what worked mm -hmm. out, what didn't work out kind of what, yep. what prompted you to, to move and then to maybe start another yeah. business? Like what was that? Yeah. Like? Um, I was pretty dead set on being an entrepreneur, starting my own business. I mean, this is kind of, in my view, the start of the success story. Hopefully I'll have other businesses along the way. Um, I think with Madam Market, I realized I just, I wasn't getting anywhere and people's interests weren't aligned. Like I thought it would be this cool kind of like nonprofit women in Madagascar making these baskets. We're going to import them, that sort of thing. And I really came to the realization like timeline wise that the motivation wasn't quite there and wasn't quite what I had wanted it to be or what I, the growth path wasn't really there. You know, it was going to be a side hustle. It's going to be whenever they felt like sending me baskets, I'd get baskets, you know? Um, so we just decided to move on. My friend in the Peace Corps and I, you know, we're still friends. <laughs> Kim, hi. <laughs> um, but we just decided to move on. And I think it was a good learning process. We designed um, a lot of branding and set up social media pages. You know, a lot of things you learn early on is like whenever, you know, when I started um, Wagon Wide, which was my fourth company, basically, um, you know, choosing a name for a company was like an hour long discussion that I me and my husband had. And it was, you know, really quick branding done. Um, but with Battle Market, it was, you know, drawn out over weeks and days and, you know, just things like choosing a social media handle that'll work across all the platforms you learn or starting a website, right? Like, cause I purchased my first domain name with Battle Market. Um, like I already had kind of those learnings that I then applied later on. That's nice. And yeah. so what didn't work out with, uh, with, you know, with that, with those first business, I know that you said about the socks company that mm -hmm. never got off the ground. So your Kickstarter mm, didn't get funded or like, what's the deal there? Yeah, it didn't get funded. I mean, we had, sorry, my dog wants to go outside. Hold on one second. <laughs> Uncle Barry. No worries. We love dogs. Yeah. He's gonna, he'll keep worrying. That's a big problem. Right? <laughs> um, he might poke his little nose in the window there. Um, so our Kickstarter didn't get funded. There was to make socks of a certain quality, you have to set up, um, like a machine, a tooling cost, basically set up the machine to weave them in a certain pattern. Right. So there was a minimum order we had to hit to do that. Um, there's some socks that are like screen printer or made in different ways. They just weren't as high quality as we had wanted. Um, I briefly considered picking it back up. I mean, a lot of our ideas were pretty goofy, pretty funny. Um, and maybe figuring out a way to kind of make it, uh, just started on a smaller scale than we had initially envisioned. So cool. That's nice. Yeah. And how was the, like, how did you find the Kickstarter process? Uh, I mean, I've had clients um, whose main business was Kickstarter projects, which is. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it's kind of like its own marketing beast um, that I 
personally haven't cracked the code on. Um, I, I learned that you need to drive a lot of your own traffic and then you'll get organic traffic after that, right? You can't rely on the organic traffic. Um, so it's a lot of marketing and that sort of thing. We did hire a marketing company um, to help us with that and do some Google ads and that sort of thing. Uh, but they didn't have any experience with Kickstarter, which is different than normal marketing is, I guess, something I learned along the way. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like like this one client of mine, he doesn't do this anymore, mm-hmm. but they used to create new, like new limited edition things where mm-hmm. they would do a uh, campaign, sell it, fulfill it and make money on it and move on to something else. Like, hmm. which was That's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really nailed the, like the videos. And I still like, I think the videos were really, really good. Like mm-hmm. it showed the, um, machinery that was used to produce stuff and polish and that kind of stuff. It was really cool, actually. Oh, cool. I mean, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I succeeded at. Doesn't mean I won't in the future, but it's kind of its own animal in terms of marketing in my book, at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so <laughs> now you've mentioned that um, you now work as a, a full-time florist. And so um, what... Like, how do you, like, when you, I mean, how do you manage this business in the sense that what roles do you play? What roles do you mm-hmm. outsource? What, how do you, like, what advisors do you rely on? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I also have a question after that um, for okay. you kind of in terms of, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think my roles kind of shifted, especially over the past two years. I mean, we quadrupled in sales this past year. Um, and so that, that means my role has changed a lot with that. You know, last year, for example, the start of the summer, I was doing most of the design work. I could do more than one wedding in a day. I'd send it out with girls to deliver and set up. Um, and this year I had, you know, occasional help last year in the studio where I was training somebody in design. And this year I have um, most leading up to most weeks, 40 hours of design help um, from three of my girls. Um, so we've really scaled, we've really grown. And towards the end of the season, you know, I was training at the beginning of the season, but towards the end of the season, I um, I, I kind of did this by accident, but I was down to, you know, I divvied out all the tasks and, you know, the girls that started on it, they know how to read my notes. They know what I want from that. And, um, I realized I'd left myself the, you know, the bridal bouquet to do, which I will probably never give up. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm out of tasks to give myself. Like I had divvied them all up. So I think my role is kind of like shifting as I move out of the design studio and bringing in somebody this year to help me with some admin work. Um, so it's, it's been changing and evolving, I guess. <laughs> That's cool. And, um, and yeah. I'm sure you enjoy the creative part, which was, which is what you mentioned, uh, just earlier. And mm-hmm. when you, when you started any of the businesses, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not asking about any specific business, but when you started mm-hmm. out kind of what were the things that surprised you the most, like what maybe you expected to do that you mm-hmm. didn't know how to do, or maybe the opposite of that, like. Yeah. I mean, I think I, it's, you're always learning, you're always growing. And I have taught myself a lot of stuff or Googled a lot of stuff. Um, I built my first website on WordPress. You know, I never thought I would learn how to do that. I mean, really, I didn't, I wasn't aspiring to design websites, but I built my first one. Um, And, you know, I'm learning a lot about um, like accounting and finance. And, you know, now that I have significant sales enough to do a lot of those things. So, um, 
I'm doing more in QuickBooks um, than I ever thought I would do, too. So um, it's kind of been surprised along the way um, about what you can learn. And, you know, nothing's really all that complicated if you put your heart to it and mind to it and are motivated. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I I'm keep telling my mom that I could learn <laughs> to be a doctor if I really set out to do it. I can do anything. Yeah, totally. Totally. If you're, if you're curious enough and if you're committed enough, that's really not, nothing is out of reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're in North Idaho, you said? Yep. I live in uh, North Idaho, um, little town called Coeur d'Alene. Um, we're a lake resort community, um, about 45 minutes outside of Spokane, Washington. So I'm like an hour and a half from Boise. Canada and like eight hours from Boise. So not near Boise. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a business move or? I'm kind of more of a personal move, but it's, it's been great for business. I mean, I've done really well up here. Um, and in LA, a lot of people, create flowers, have small flower businesses, um, grow flowers. Um, and there's schools that teach you like the one that I went to and you come up here and it's kind of a, a scarcer skill, I guess. Um, so it's worked out well. It wasn't intentional, but it's worked out well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And, and you mentioned in your questionnaire that you have this unique ability to, um, help people's vision come to life. I'm curious mm-hmm. to know about like how do you still keep that part of the process? Like you mm-hmm. delegated a lot of the other stuff. What about mm-hmm. this particular one? Yeah. Um, so right now I manage all the quotes um, and the design work. Um, so I will, I, for weddings, for example, I typically send out a questionnaire, they come with their ideas and then I'll put together a quote and come with my ideas, um, present it to them. We'll go through, we'll fix it, adjust it. I expect you around two. So I show up on their wedding day with what they actually want. Um, so yeah, I'm still super hands-on in the design process. Um, like I said, I am bringing on somebody, um, to help me a a couple hours a week, um, with some admin stuff and she'll be definitely involved in quotes, but I'm going to hold on to the design aspect, I think for now. So, yeah. Awesome. And how did you, how do you find the sales process? Meaning do you like sales and also the accounting process? Do you enjoy it? Do you dread it? Um, just talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> um, so I actually, one of my last corporate, well, my last corporate job in LA, um, was in sales. So I really love sales. Um, I love talking to new people. Um, I love kind of figuring out those new strategies, like what's going to work here. And obviously wedding sales is totally different than most sales. You know, you're not going to hard close somebody on wedding flowers, right? Um, but the accounting part is like my least favorite aspect of the business, like keeping track of numbers, organizing everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so I'm, you know, still learning and growing in that part of the business. Um, so yeah, I'm getting some help there. <laughs> wow. Um, no, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, accounting is an important part, I think, but, um, definitely something that a lot of creatives struggle with, which is why mm-hmm. I wrote the book, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that. I mean, I try to, in the book, I try to make it a kind of like a paint by numbers mm-hmm. um, roadmap for someone who's starting a business. Mm-hmm. That was the idea behind it. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I know you've talked about your favorite part of the business. What um, What is your goal in business and or life? Meaning, I believe that business is personal, mm-hmm. which means that we, which to me means that we be, we don't start businesses to just for the sake of starting a business. We start mm-hmm. a business so that we can have a better life for ourselves, mm-hmm. for our loved ones. Mm-hmm. 
And so what is that for you? What, where do you see yourself um, in five mm -hmm. to 10 years? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a tough question. I think from a business standpoint, I, I really see myself becoming more of a serial entrepreneur. Like I started my second business, the wagon web company, um, at the beginning of this past summer. So it's only about six months old. Um, I kind of see myself going forward, starting more businesses. My husband and I are looking into like investment rental properties, that sort of thing that I would manage. Um, so I kind of see myself going down that path um, of starting more companies, maybe eventually selling some of them, that sort of thing. Um, personally, I mean, I'm hoping maybe kids in the future. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting up there. <laughs> um, but just starting a family and, you know, one of my goals is starting my 2023 New Year's resolutions was to have a little bit more work-life balance um, and to, you know, be able to choose when and how I work um, a little bit more than I did this past season. So I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's great. Um, just um, I there, usually, you know, every person I ask has a different vision. Some mm -hmm. people see themselves, you know, building up a business to X number of revenue, profit, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I orient mm -hmm. people on profit because profit is a much greater, mm -hmm. much better measurement of um, a business's power, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, like, I want to get it to X number of net profits. I want mm -hmm. to buy, I don't know, X, Y, and Z, a house, mm -hmm. a couple of properties, whatever. You know, I want mm -hmm. to not work or retire early or mm -hmm. something like that. Like mm -hmm. that's typically um, in, in one way or the other, that's typically mm -hmm. the answer I get. Yeah. Uh, but it's different for everyone. Like everyone, some people just want to start a business and run it uh, forever, mm -hmm. which changes. So a couple of years ago by, I've had a client who uh, initially said that they want to run this business forever. And then mm -hmm. like five, seven years later, they were like, uh, I just want to sell it and move on to something else. And so, <laughs> And hey, that might be me. I mean, right now I'm pretty happy running it. Um, and but maybe down the line, hey, you never know, right? <laughs> um, it might be something that I want to do to sell it or uh, something like that. I'm pretty happy, you know, being in it and working the day to day right now. Awesome, awesome. And so, um, what's kind of uh, you know, if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, what would you tell yourself if anything like what would be the one thing that you would tell yourself yeah um i think you know you definitely touched on it earlier i had a lot of hesitation to kind of get started or questions or i overthought things you know if you make the wrong decision you can always go back and change it you know so just make a decision and go forward um you know the one thing that i do think that i did really well um when i was starting out with my failures and with starting businesses is that i really never financially like invested all that much, right? Like I invested what I was willing to lose and what it was worth to learn. Um, so, you know, Madam Market, I, I think my partner and I put in like $500 each and bought a bunch of baskets and started a website <laughs> that we made ourselves. Um, Socks on the Beach is probably just a little bit more. My flower company, I started with $250. So, I mean, one thing I really, I think I did well was like minimize my risk, right? Or risk what I was willing to lose. Um, but I often kind of like hesitated or overthought or, you know, like I talked about how coming up with a logo and a name was like a, a month or a two week process for the first company. And it was 
less than an hour for my fourth, you know, um, just get started. There's a learning curve to everything it would probably be my best advice to my younger self or anybody starting the day. <laughs> awesome. Terrific. I love it. And, um, if you could go back in time and change one thing, if anything, what would that be? Um, let me think, what would I change? If anything, and it could be for the better or for, you know, just change for something else. Maybe I would have gotten started earlier. I don't know. Like I had high, like corporate goal expectations of myself when I first started and it was tough for me to shift those goals and expectations of myself. Um, but maybe I'd get started earlier if I could change anything. That's cool. Thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, Lily, is there anything that you would um, actually, you know what, um, before we go into that, um, if people are, if people are listening and they're around your area, Northern Idaho, uh, what <laughs> would you, um, how would you like describe what's the best way to, to connect with you? Meaning I know that you work with those who are getting married, understandable yep. mm-hmm. resorts. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, well, my ear ear uh, earpiece just went out for a second. Resort <laughs> no resorts and and yeah. um, and other. But mm-hmm. do you work at all with consumers um, directly besides that, or no? Yeah. So um, my business model is a little bit different than um, your traditional flower shop. I don't do everyday deliveries. Um, if you want one bouquet. Don't call me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I always tell people if it's your mom's birthday and you want to send her flowers, I'll recommend something. Don't call me. Um, but if it's your mom's birthday and you're throwing her a party and you want centerpieces, please call me. Um, so I don't typically work with people who, um, just want that one-off bouquet, but I do work with people, any sort of event. So whether it's your Christmas party at your house for your husband's job or, um, a funeral or a charity event or something along those lines, I absolutely do work with those people. Um, my website is lilygarland.com. There's of course a contact form. My email is lily at lilygarland.com. And then you can find me on um, social media. I'm a little obsessed with Instagram at flowers by lily garland um, <laughs> at flowers by lily garland. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with me. Awesome. Um, I'll keep that in the show notes. But um, do you also do corporate events, like corporate parties and stuff like that? Yeah. Yep. Terrific. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. And so um, is there any sort of theme or specialty that you kind of, that you specialize in? It's kind of redundant, but. No, I, I totally get that. I think one thing that I do that's a little different than the other florists in this area is that I do like the entire tablescape or the entire event. Like I don't just do like a flower arrangement for the center of the table. So I do some um, rental candles or moss or um, lanterns or anything that would go with the flowers on the table decor. So I do all types of decor, if that makes sense, yeah, rather than just flowers. Yep. Terrific. Well, yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, it's been great to, it's been great to get your insight um, into, into those business. I mean, I've worked with one flower business before, but I think there mm-hmm. were more, they were definitely doing like hotels and events, but, mm-hmm. but they were also doing like, uh, you could walk in and, and get some flowers if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, slightly different model, but it was in New York city. So food traffic yeah. wasn't an issue. Um, but yeah, but it's a, definitely an interesting model and definitely love flowers, um, love the arrangements <laughs> and stuff. I mean, it's always nice to see. So thanks, <laughs> thanks. thanks so much for sharing, for sharing your yeah. experience today. And, mm-hmm. um, and for, 
for being, I just hit the microphone, um, and for being a great guest, um, yeah, for being a great guest. Yeah. And we hope to, to see you again soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's been a pleasure. Just, um, don't leave yet. Uh, once I hit, okay. once I hit stop, but, um, for everyone else who's listening, you next week, we'll talk about a new topic. Um, this is talk, this is Tatiana. So I'll see you next time for another great episode of talk to Tatiana show. Bye.